It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, good evening, I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. You know, tonight, if you have love stories, you call me because I want to hear them. If you have any questions, you call me, I want to answer them. But I want to invite you to something else. If you have a great story or a very dramatic story, something that requires more time, something you want off your chest, reach out to my producers, go to my website, therendezvousshow.com, and be part of my podcast, like Confession. Listen to the latest episodes with Caroline and Stephanie. They confess stuff that, you know, I appreciate the truth, and I don't judge. So don't hesitate. You have a story you want to share, a long story, reach out to my producers. For your calls right now, 855-905-8255. I'm here. You know the quickest way tonight to make a French dude like me happy? Just call me with a love story. 855-905-8255. Jacqueline, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jacqueline. Bienvenue dans le rendez-vous. You have a, a love story for me? Oh, um, merci. Yes, I do. Uh, actually, um, I'm in a new relationship. And unfortunately, well, my birthday is kind of a special thing for me. I've always loved celebrating my birthday. But oh. last year, because of an illness in my boyfriend's family, mm-hmm. we missed my birthday. So I was a little bit sad about that because he kind of forgot. However, this year, he not only remembered, but he planned a surprise excursion. Mm -hmm. And I have no idea where we're going. And it's coming up very shortly. And he called and invited all of our our friends to to a dinner without me even knowing it. And just basically told me, so here's the date for dinner. Mm -hmm. And here's the date for our excursion. And we're going away for a few days. You have no idea where you're going, but it will be an adventure because I love you and I want to make up for the last year that I wasn't able to spend and celebrate your birthday with you. Wow. So it was really sweet. Yeah, it was. How did you feel? So last year, unfortunately, you couldn't have this birthday. How did that birthday felt? So now that I know that. Well, I didn't want to be selfish and I understand there was a lot of family drama going on, but he actually forgot it was my birthday. So I walked home and he said hello like it was any other day, going about his business. And I said, is there anything else going on today? And he said no, and then he opened up Facebook and realized that it was my birthday and felt really bad. Um, I actually felt really bad because I'd never really had somebody miss my birthday that was so important to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it was very sad. But, you know, I tried to be understanding, but it doesn't mean it didn't hurt. I, I understand. Do you think he made up for it this year with this extraordinary birthday? Oh, yes, definitely. Okay. And I've already gotten some gifts in advance. Um, he, like little pieces of gifts that he's given me, like one earring, and then I got the bracelet. So I'm assuming that the necklace is part of that is coming. Um, he's been leaving me little notes everywhere. The minute April started, which is my birthday month, he started already, oh, countdown to your birthday. And he's, wow. he's really gone above and beyond. So I know it's not some excursion to Paris, but it's just as special <laughs> to me because he's making it such a big deal. Maybe that's coming up next, an excursion yes. to Paris, right? Definitely. Maybe. I used to live there, so he wants to see Paris with me. Ah, for, formidable, formidable. Thank you so much. Ah, yeah, Jacqueline, thank you so much for sharing that story, and, and, and I'm happy, and happy birthday to you, by the way. We say, oh, you know, merci, Simon. You're most welcome. Merci à toi, et bonsoir. Good night. There's drama on my Twitter DM. Somebody's boyfriend wanted to stay out late in the bar. She went home, and now there's trouble. I'll help them next. Stay with me. If you're listening to The Rendezvous and you have a question, but you can't dial in, just DM me your question on Twitter, at Rendezvous Radio. Trisha, what's going on with my Twitter? 
All right, so this Twitter DM comes from Derek that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Derek. My girlfriend is really mad at me because we were out with our friends earlier tonight and she wanted to go home, but I didn't. So I got her an Uber and she went home and I stayed out. I thought everything was cool until she started texting me saying that she can't believe I didn't leave with her. And what kind of man stays out instead of going home with his girlfriend? I don't know how to respond because I really don't think I did anything wrong. What do you think, Simon? Derek, there's a simple rule in my book, and I'll tell you what to do next so that you're not in trouble ever again. Stay with me. That advice is next. How would you feel if you go out with your partner and uh, the partner wants to stay much later and you want to go home? Do you think your partner should go home with you or it doesn't matter? Derek, here's the rule, at least in my book, and that's a French book. You come in together, you leave together. That's what my parents told me. I mean, when you go out with a girlfriend, you go out together and you go home together so that you know she's safely home and you guys continue the night together. So she's upset. I mean, it can happen one time. I hope now you understand. The next time she says, I want to go home, you compromise. So you go home with her. Maybe she's still a little later. And then you guys go home together. It's a great feeling when you're in a relationship not to be the one going home alone. Anyway, next time, go home with your girlfriend. That's my advice. Any other questions? 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship, you just call me. Naomi, bonjour. Bonjour. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the rendezvous, Naomi. Uh, how can I help you tonight? Um, I kind of wanted a, a man's advice on procrastination. <laughs> procrastination. Okay, what's what's going on? Well, last week it kind of came to a head because when something needs to get done, mm -hmm. I get it done right away, and my boyfriend tends to wait until the last minute to get stuff done, which okay. originally I was like, you know what, it's your life, like, do stuff when you need to do it, but it's starting to encroach on our time. Like, last week, it was a date night that he had asked for, and he had to take care of something, which had to happen after work and it took two hours. So then my date night with him, instead of starting at 6.30, it starts at 8.30. Mm -hmm. And so now it's encroaching on my time with him. So you've told him that? Yeah. I mean, we talked about it in little okay. bits, but last week I got really mad about it. So. Okay. So um, what do you think would be the right compromise? Okay, because you know, in a partnership, you know, you want him to do this faster. He's a kind of a slow, go do it. So what is the right middle ground for you and him on that procrastination point? What do you think is a good compromise? It's, I think, like, I don't want it to seem like I'm nagging him or keeping on top of his stuff because I'm not his mother. So Thanks. I'm trying to give him the respect to take care of things on his own. But I think, like, the common ground I'm, I'm trying to learn on this mm -hmm. is that if it's something he's actually not doing, it's because he doesn't want to have it be a part of his life. So wow, okay. I'm thinking, like, like, you know, let's talk about the specific thing that has to get done instead of the timing of it. Maybe that will help. I like that. I think that when you see things are slowing down, just say, hey, is that something you don't want to do? And then maybe that's something else for you. I like that compromise. So when the next time that happens, 
don't wait for a couple of days. If it's not done the first day, ask him, say, hey, honey, uh, maybe, you know, you don't want to do that. And he's going to say, yes, I do. And it was a good sense of humor. He'll get it done faster. And if it's something he really doesn't want to do, maybe you can do it in exchange. He'll do something else that you were supposed to do and, you know, find a middle ground. Because in relationships, it's all about middle ground and compromise to make it work, right? Yeah. So you think you can work like that? Yeah. Give it a try. <laughs> yes. I mean, listen, man, we have many weaknesses. We take our time. <laughs> we're slower. We don't listen enough. <laughs> so, you, you know, you're going to make it work. So that's my advice. Find a good compromise. Okay. <laughs> All right, Naomi. Thank you so much for calling and good luck to you. Thank you. You know, there's another great point in Naomi's call. It's how we make each other feel we are each other's priority. The we time. Let's talk about that next. If you're in a relationship, have you ever felt like your partner didn't make you feel like his priority or her priority? Like, you know, that the we time was getting shorter and shorter and it was all about me, 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 myself and I and not about us? I mean, that's one of the biggest problems for all of us in relationship, which is... We, you know, we get comfortable, and when we get comfortable, we forget the we time. We forget to make each other a priority. Have you ever felt that? I felt it. I felt it a couple of times. And I'll tell you what. I'm going to tell you a story when I'm the one responsible for not doing the right thing. Let, let me share a story when I'm the bad guy. So we're 100% honest here. That's coming up next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I'm going to confess to you something. More than one time, I'm the one responsible for my girlfriend feeling she's not the priority. And I'll tell you what I did. When I was in my 20s, when we would go out, you know, um, really, I was like in a different zone and I was not really paying attention much to her. And then, you know, like not talking enough and all that. I was really not talking. She was she became like not my priority. I was enjoying the music. I was enjoying the club. But. And and that was very selfish of mine. That that didn't work well for me. That that girlfriend left me. And every time I was selfishly too much into me and didn't realize the importance of the we time, the us, the relationship, right? It backfired on me and I lost my girlfriend. So don't do like me, do better than me. Spend time with each other, quality time when it comes to the we time. Make your partner feel like they are your priority. That's what the secret is. And I've learned this over 30 years of many mistakes. You call the next 855-905-8255. Call me. What is the number to dial right now if you have a question for me? 855-905-8255. Yves, bonsoir, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the rendezvous. What can I do for you tonight, Eve? Well, I'm calling because I'm 22, and right now I'm kind of just dating and, you know, getting to know a lot of different relationship guys, and but not really in serious relationship. So my friends are all settling down. They're all kind of getting engaged, you know, or some of them are having a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we already finished college, so I'm dating about four guys, and most of them were not doing the ooh-la-la. <laughs> okay. But, you know, I mean, if it happens, but it's not serious, so I don't want to rush it, but at the same time, I feel like, should I continue just having fun or hold on to just one guy? Okay, so let me ask you this. What would be a good reason for you to hold on to just one guy? Well, I mean, it, it, it's difficult to be in an open relationship because you're not sure if that person's dating other people. You right, know? right. 
And I kind of want to just come home and, and go out to dinner with, you know, somebody that I trust and know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I like to have a little bit of independence and go out on my own and meet new people and travel. And I see. So at this point, I do like the companion, but I'm not in love with any of these guys for me. Okay. You know, to really settle down, but I feel like my family is looking at me like, you don't want to be 30 and still doing this. Oh my goodness. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to make you feel better, Eve. I'm 50, almost 51. I'm still single and still dating. So, <laughs> all right. So, you, you're so young at 22, you don't have to worry about this and leave your family out of this. You know, this, is, this is not the business. This is your love life. Here's my advice, though. Until you feel your heart beats super strong for a guy, you got butterfly in your stomach and you want to be exclusive, there's nothing wrong with what you're doing, right? It's you dating life and you're super young. The day, and it will happen, you're going to meet a dude and you're going to feel those emotions, an enchanting feeling entering your heart, you won't want to be in open relationships anymore. Until yeah. that happens, travel, see the world, date this guy, this guy, just be safe. But it's part of the advantage of being single. You don't have to answer to anybody. And until you are madly in love with somebody, or you start to feel the loving feelings, don't worry about it. Okay? Thank you. Don't, don't, you're most welcome. Don't feel bad, Eve. It's good to be young, and it's good to be single and dating and enjoying life. That's my advice. Yeah. Thank you. Et la vie est belle. Thank you for calling, and have a good night. Merci. I'm going to go to my email, because I got Georgia who just emailed me that her ex- Texted her, and she doesn't know what to do. So I'm going to help her next. If you have a question but you can't call me, for any reason, don't hesitate. Just email me the question at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, what is this email about tonight? So this email comes from Georgia that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Georgia. My ex broke up with me about five months ago after dating for two years. I was heartbroken, but like you say... Time heals, Mm -hmm. and I'm finally starting to feel better. But earlier tonight, he texted me, and all the text said was, Hi, that's it. I haven't written back to him because I know if I do, I'm probably setting myself up to get hurt again. But if I don't respond, then I'll probably drive myself crazy wondering what he wanted. Do you think I should write back? I mean, basically, the question, Georgia, is if you get a text out of the blue from an ex... Should you answer it? I'm going to tell you what to do next. Stay with me. What would you do if out of the blue, an ex just texted you, hi, right? And you've separated for five months after dating for two years. That's what Georgia email is about. Georgia, you just also added that you don't want to get hurt again. So what should you do between getting crazy and wondering what he meant and not get hurt again? Keep on the distance. Never answer that text. All right? Always follow your intuition. If it was a great memory, you would not have emailed me this and wondering about this. So when it comes to an ex, if when you receive the text you are anxious or not feeling good about it, never, never answer. Don't start to suffer again. That's my answer to you, Georgia. Thanks for the email. You call the next, 855-905-8255. I'm here. 855-905-8255 in English, 855-905-8255, because after all, we speak French and English on the rendezvous. Uh, Sharon, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sharon. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is going on tonight? How can I help you? 
So I have been dating a guy for about six months now, and I met his family, and um, I'm actually feeling a stronger connection with his older brother, who is recently widowed and has two young Ooh. children. I just, and I feel like the connection is mutual, um, and I'm not really sure what to do. Okay, uh, let me ask you this this question. At, at this stage, you and the other brother, the one you're seeing now, you guys are intimate? You guys have a normal relationship? Yeah, we were intimate, and I, we're pretty exclusive. We haven't really talked about it, but, you know, we've introduced each other to our families. Okay, so um, the connection to the new brother now, the one you met who's a widow, how would you define this connection or attraction? I. I feel like it's a bit romantic. Like we, he, we're, we find it easy to talk to each other, and he's been able to open up to me about things that have been going through his mind, considering that he's lost his wife, and and I and I've spent time with him and his kids, and sometimes he texts me, you know, separately. I see. That's totally inappropriate that he does that, but we'll put that aside. Okay, so here's my advice: um, you want to do the right thing if. You want to have a chance with him. First step first, you have to leave brother number one. And I don't mean go from one to the other. Leave the brother number one for at least a year. And okay. in a year from now, really, it's important to respect brotherhood, families. You're going to do create too much destructions if you go too fast. So I'm not saying true love cannot happen with the other brother because I believe true love could happen with anyone. But I would like you to do it the right way for the karma, for the fact that when you do good, you feel good, and for the fact that you will not be embarrassed or ashamed if that ever works with the other brother. So step one, break up with the brother. Tell the other brother you can't text him for a while and you want a year, a full year of at least kind of thinking about it, wondering, see if you meet other people. If in a year from now, Sharon, you're still thinking about the other brother, then I guess a year later, maybe you can start again because nothing, no one should stop true love and a new family. But if you go too fast, you're going to burn the two brothers, create a lot of hate, you're going to be embarrassed, your family will be distracted. So step by step, perhaps, but don't play the brothers against each other, okay? Okay, thank you. Do good to feel good. Good luck to you, Sharon. Thank you for your phone call and have a good night. Thank you. Did you vote on my latest poll at Rendezvous Radio? What is worse, rejection or regret in relationships? I'll tell you the result next. So stay with me. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. Thank you so much for being part of this show every night on your local station. You know, for me, who hosts the show... It's a privilege to be with you, and I look forward with my team to do the show. I want to finish tonight's show with the result of a poll I put on my social media, at Rolev Radio. That was this question when it comes to relationship. What is worse, rejection or regret? 74% of you said having regret, and 26% of you said rejection. And I agree, I would join the 74%, because regret is something bad we've done or we haven't done, we miss. So uh, leave and always dare in life. Dare, dare, dare. That's my advice for tonight. Have a good night. I'll be back tomorrow. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.